Good morning, Jeb. Good morning, Jack. You're looking chipper. Uh, thank you. I'm not sure. Yeah, if you think so. Um, Dave is sleeping late this morning. Uh, he, uh, uh, I don't know whether, you know, being up late and going to New Zealand last night, I think it took it out of him. And, yeah, that's uh, right. his, his arms are tired. Yeah, right. So, Flew uh, all that way. So Dave may join us a little bit later on here. But uh, but in the meantime, uh, we are not in Oshkosh. And, uh, and just to kind of keep the streak alive here, I should say that it is another freaking good day uh, in, in Oshkosh. Uh, it is is uh let's see now it's morning now we've been doing these in the afternoon so it's 10 9 o'clock their time uh, in the morning but it is currently like 78 degrees there uh it's forecast to get up to 90 so it's gonna start getting it's hot today um but the forecast is for partly cloudy and the winds are starting to rise about uh, upwards of 10 miles an hour from the southwest um but there's no rain on the forecast today it may rain tomorrow uh, for big finish for uh, not oshkosh but uh um it continues to be one of the nicest oshkosh weather weeks that we've seen in a long long time if it's um, if it's going if it does rain tomorrow and you need an ifr to get out it's probably too late to get a slot i know you're right yeah it's probably yeah yeah if you haven't put in the slot now you're yeah you're smart. i don't know they could be pretty empty <laughs> <laughs> you, think? you think you never know maybe a lot of people left early you know yeah. That's uh, that's James Winbrandt, uh, our hey guys, uh, our ter- another one of our Oshkosh friends. Uh, actually, James is a lot more than just an Oshkosh friend, yeah, but really. uh, but uh, he's one of the folks that we see typically uh, each summer in Oshkosh, and uh, and we're missing him, and so we wanted to uh, yeah. call out and, and say hi to him. And uh, um, uh, how you doing, James? First of all, let's get it out of the way here. How are you, pandemic wise? Are you well? I- I'm well. I'm in uh, Florida, which is a challenge state, it seems, but. Uh, for- Unfortunately, knock on wood, I'm being uh, doing all I can to stay safe and thus far seem to have uh, achieved that goal. Uh huh. Now, I did. Did you? I'm not. Why did you stay in Florida? Because you're normally back in New York City by this point, long ago, right? I'm normally back long ago. First of all, it took me longer just because of things I was busy with to get down. So I got here mid February instead of the beginning of June. So that yep. put me about a month and a half. And then, uh, you know, then New York was still going crazy uh, COVID-19 wise when it would normally be time to go back. Uh, I have some flexibility here, so I've been able to stay on and speaking with my neighbors back in New York to kind of get a sense of when it would be safe and prudent. Right now, I believe I would be subject to a two-week quarantine mm-hmm. were I to return. Uh, you know, not that I haven't been quarantining, but it would seem to me an indication that things are perhaps not as good as they could be, and perhaps I should put it off until a quarantine is no longer needed. Of course, that could just reflect the fact that I'm coming from a place that is not considered as safe, and I would be better off going back and doing the two weeks, which I'd be quarantining anyway. So there you have it. Yeah. I'll tell you, we, uh, we we talked last night to uh, Glenn Towler from New Zealand, um, another Oshkosh mm. friend, and uh, and he was telling us, and I'd sort of heard this from news stories, but he reiterated um, that New Zealand, and in my personal view, very, very smartly, um, just clamped down on this real hard, real fast, way back in the beginning, and they got away with basically four to six weeks of, of lockdown, um, and, uh, and that's 
long ago, and now they he he basically describes other than not being able to travel in and out of the country, which is a problem, which is a, a limitation. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says life within New Zealand is more or less normal now, um, yeah. and uh, and I think he's right when he attributes that to the fact that they locked down real hard, real early. Um, so, anyways, I don't know who's being smart here and who's not being smart, but that's the situation. Well, I'm glad you're well. That's good. I'm Thank you, and you guys are well too. It sounds yeah. like yeah. we are. We are all well. Knock on wood. Uh, and, uh, Pretty much doing the same thing as you. Yeah. Um, yep. And we did opposite speak. ends of Florida, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, FYI, we spoke to Amy the other day, and she and Barry are well as well. Wonderful, so, wonderful. So, uh, so knock on wood. So far, so good. Um, so, how you doing? So you're hanging out down there. Um, you know, you, you're missing Oshkosh, I would imagine. I am, but actually, technically, I'm not. Not in Oshkosh. I'm not in Farnborough because yeah. this uh, I was scheduled for the first time in my memory. I mean, I was at 25 Oshkoshes in a row up through last year. But this year, Farnborough was going to be at the same time, and I was scheduled to go there. I forgot so, about that. Yeah, Jeb, that was your situation That was well. my situation also. Yeah. yeah, James and I were going to work together on the same project. Yeah. And uh, obviously, Farnborough got canceled actually yeah. long, be- long before AirVenture got canceled. Yes. Uh, and there is a, a rather elaborate um, virtual um, uh, Farnborough show. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know how it compares to the AirVenture but you could tune in, folks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, go online and, and find Farnborough International Air Show and uh, see some of the proceedings. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, likewise, EAA has been doing the same thing. Um, actually, today is the final day of their... Uh, um, I'm always blanking. I call it EAA Together, um, but the uh, Spirit of Aviation uh, event that they're doing um, with all sorts of uh, online uh, events and activities and programs and stuff that you can do. Um, they certainly have a they, what they call a live component, which is going on through the day today. I don't know. I haven't actually double-checked to see whether any of that's going to be available on demand after the fact, but it might be. So, uh, yeah, a lot of events are doing that whole online thing. Jeb, were you about to say something? Or? No, I, I was, you know, first, you know, Farnborough got canceled, and then AirVenture got canceled. Uh, you know, I, I'm afraid to, to figure out what's going to happen next. NBA's gone. NBAA's gone, yeah. of course. Uh, uh, the uh, in eBase, uh, E-base that was canceled. I mean, everything. Canceled. We yeah. all know. Uh, yeah. Airshow performers, all their work is dried up, yeah. gone. Yeah. You know, MBAA uh, uh, that was in Orlando this year, right? Yes, correct. Um, yeah. So it's interesting. Could I be. saw a story just the other day uh, that the uh, what's called the Orange County Convention Center, which is that's that big convention center, right? Yes, um, have announced that they are putting together a whole plan, a whole program, so that they can start using that convention center um, um, for big shows uh, later this year, by the first of the year, um, and uh, remains to be seen whether they can actually pull that off, but. Uh, yeah, they've got some ideas about how to do this in a sanitary, you know, disinfected way. Uh, I, I'm I'm rooting for them because I, I'm I'm rooting for them. And then there's the public component. Will they will the public be convinced or those that you know are concerned? So yeah, yeah it's the complicated and wish them well for all. I'm just wondering if you're hearing from UCAPers about whether they're taking advantage of or utilizing any of the Zoom gatherings that have proliferated for aviation or whether they're just kind of waiting to get back to the real thing. 
Yeah. I think, you know, I mean, obviously there's a lot of Zoom stuff going on. Um, I've participated in a handful of them. Um, it's, you know, it is what it is. When it, ca- when it comes to doing an online version, so I'm an events guy. I, I work in the events industry. Mm-hmm. I attend a lot of events and have a, I have a, str- I have strong feelings about what makes for a good, um, event, you know, on in-person gathering. And, uh, and the all these online ones, and they're 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 you know, uh, uh, you know, merit of uh, what's the right word, uh, you know, good for them. They're trying. I, I really really respect and admire that they're trying to figure out how to put together some alternative here. My experience is that that they're doing a great job with the sessions, with the forums, with the whatever you want, to, whatever you know your event calls them, the breakouts, that kind of thing. Um, in some ways, the online versions of these sessions are better than the in-person ones. I've I've participated in a few. Of these where where they really did an excellent job because they because they didn't try and do them live they recorded them in advance and as a result they can tweak them and deal with the glitches and whatnot and so the the sessions are as good or better than we see at conferences the problem is that in my view they are missing as much as half of what makes a conference a conference and that is the in between session stuff the the corridor meetings the the casual you know uh, uh, encounters with your peers or your friends, um, the, the the dinners, the hanging out in the bar, you know, and I'm not just talking about you know, like like you know cavorting. I'm talking about real you know business and social sure. interactions. And yeah. and I haven't seen any of these online conferences yet that have figured out how to how to to do that in an online fashion effectively. And that's the part that people keep talking about whether or not um, events will come back to be in person um, because the online ones are so good. And my argument is they're only good where they're good. They're missing a big, big part mm-hmm. and people will, will return when they feel safe. That's the big gotcha here is, is mm-hmm. uh, when they feel safe. Yeah. Anyways, um, you know, in, that, in, that, in that theme, um, the, the uh, forums and the displays and the exhibits um, are certainly a part of why I go to AirVenture, but it's the you know intermingling, intermingling with people, networking, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, is is I would think a lion's share of yeah. at least from where I sit. Anyway. I, I would hasten to hasten to add, however. Uh, there is one show we're aware of that looks like it's going to go on, principally because it's mainly an outdoor show, and that's the Deland Sport Aviation Showcase. Yeah, that's There's set a, up. Yeah, yeah, that's set up for mid-November, twelve through fourteen, uh, in Deland, Florida. Um, we'll keep our fingers crossed that they manage to pull that off. But uh, um, it's, it's Florida, and who knows what's going to happen by mid-November. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anyways, um, I'm sorry. L- listeners are hollering at their iPods now. Aviation podcast. Aviation podcast. Uh, James, how's your airplane? What's going on? Uh, airplane's doing great. I don't know if I've talked to you since the GNX 375 installation was completed uh, last year, actually, what, and then did a number... What kind of device is that? Uh, that is, uh, I needed the ADSB out, as we have discussed in the past. And, uh, you know, what's your solution going to be, et cetera, et cetera. And I was prepared to go with the simple Aperio solution, which I was all, already using uh, the Aperio for four flight, wherein they, a couple of grand, and they put in something that gives you an ADSB out. Then, uh, last year, 
at the AEA convention, uh, Aircraft Electronics Association, Garmin announced this GNX 375, which had ADS-B, but also it was a navigator and could inter, uh, interact with my uh, KFC 200 autopilot, which previously was limited to ILS and, and VOR approaches uh, and couldn't do any RNAV uh, GPS approaches. Now that brings all that in. Uh, so it's kind of like welcome to the 21st century. It took a few flights to get everything straightened out as you're doing the validation. Finally did and uh, have been flying with that. Then it just came back from annual not long ago, so that's a great hurdle to have done. Plus, I didn't have to take it anywhere. The uh, A&P was able to come down, pick up the plane, uh, do the work, and bring it back. Uh, it's always nice to have your A&P fly your airplane <laughs> after the annual before you do. Oh, yeah. And uh, and I've yep. been flying since. Uh, we have a, a, a one trip coming up, and uh, you know, just great. I really enjoy having that added capability of the GPS approaches, which I've been able to use, and uh, all is well. Yeah. How long cool. did it take you to figure out how to use that box? Uh, well, the thing is, fortunately, they do have an app that you can download onto your iPad, and it mimics the box. So in addition to a pretty extensive manual, you can be there on your iPad and be programming it and showing everything to do. So, you know, the learning curve is certainly expedited that way. And as you're preparing for a trip or something you can kind of look at everything and go with four flight first of all do all your planning and then prepare to program the uh, gnx for your flight before you get in the airplane i don't have the linkage at this point although i could for money to do all that stuff upload it you know kind of via bluetooth that's okay you don't need that right now uh so the learning curve is not bad and that that uh tool is certainly goes a long way to to helping with that uh mitigating that that new yeah. tech problem yeah it, uh it's interesting you mentioned Bluetooth. I, uh, I'm my uh, iPad uh, running four flight. Of course, will give me you know traffic alerts and some other alerts. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I, it's hard; they're hard to hear because I don't have the iPad hooked into the audio system. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got an external jack for music, um, and there's nothing wrong with it. I'm I'm sitting here thinking though about upgrading the audio panel to include. Bluetooth, so I can get the iPad to feed alerts mm. into the intercom and still retain the music via right. uh, the three point five millimeter plugs. I may do that. I don't know. That's probably you know a grand to fifteen hundred, but um, I don't know. Well, you've got an annual coming up. Is that yeah, when you do it? Yeah, and it's an avionics shop that's doing the work. So who knows what what mischief might ensue. (laughs) James, have you been doing any flying during the pandemic? A lot of people have, you know, especially we were joking the other day about people who have uh, sanitary control of their airplanes, um, i.e. own their own airplane. Mm. Um, But then the question is, where can you go? Have you you figured out some flying to do during the pandemic? Well, I have, you know, first of all, just getting up in the air around here, as just about anywhere, is always a thrill. We do have the beautiful coast and the 
area. Uh, interestingly, uh, a couple of months ago, I had a major crash situation with my with my Mac. Uh, fortunately, I had just finished a ton of work. It happened to be the one slack week, <laughs> and the thing just totally it wouldn't it wouldn't load. So it turned out with all the pandemic stuff, the closest place to repair it was in Gainesville, Florida. And okay. uh, yeah. which is like, you know, it's 60 miles away and I just have a little beater car. It's not really anything you'd want to take on the highway. Uh-huh. Uh, I think I've, I think I've ridden that car. He's right. Folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so I checked it out, the situation, making some calls to Gainesville and decided the best prudent would be to fly in and out. And, you know, the Uber people have masks. And oh, I, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah, all right. Yeah. You and, know, uh, so, and they've got a, a, an RNF GPS approaches to Gainesville. So flew there to drop off the thing and, and uh, to pick it up. And it certainly was much better than having to drive it there. And even if, if I had a Cadillac, I'd rather fly there, obviously. Yeah. So that yeah. was my business trip. <laughs> I yeah, do right. have a trip, it looks like, to North Carolina shortly. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. And yes, if you do have control of your own airplane, I would still recommend highly calling wherever you're going and seeing what they're doing and what the situation is there. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it's uh, when you, you know, say you, calling there, you mean like call the destination FBO or something? Like that? Yes, I would start with calling the, F, the destination FBO, asking them about what their protocols are. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, getting in and out. Uh, are the are the is Uber being served there? And if you need to find out, who knows what the state of the community at large is. So, uh, some friends from here were driving north. Uh, a few days ago and the report came back they went to Nashville 14-story hotel they were the only guests in the entire place uh, really? yeah. and uh, so check out make sure there's a place to stay when you get where you're going yeah yeah, it's a crazy time, isn't it? Yeah. Crazy time. Uh, well, anyway, so uh, is there anything in particular? I've been asking everybody this question. Nobody's given me a satisfying answer yet. But maybe you'll you'll satisfy me, James. Ah, that sounds odd. You're just hard. Uh, please, Jack. I, I will. Yeah. Is, there's some truth to that. Uh, what are you missing from Oshkosh? Is there some particular aspect? And just in general, when you attend I, I think Oshkosh. The camaraderie. You know, it's like, hey, where are we going to dinner tonight? Let's say, what do you, you know, it's, it's, I would say, what, 90? percent of the people yep. as Jeb alluded to we love the airplanes we love you know looking at the halls when there's something new rather than just going by you know relaxicizers and whatnot mm -hmm. but I think what we miss the most is seeing our friends and the camaraderie and meeting some you know chance encounters with some new people yeah so yeah. Uh, I'm missing that but again it was sort of an adjustment because had the world been normal, I wouldn't be there anyway. So it would, would have been missed, an yeah. adjustment. And, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, well, I'm glad we had a chance to uh, get together with you, at least uh, this way, uh, online. And uh, glad things oh, are going it's been well great. for you. And, you know, hopefully they'll continue to, to, do, to do so. Um, we really appreciate it. Uh, Jeb, any last words before we wrap this thing up? No, just, every, you know, everybody fly safe on the way yep. home. Yeah. Stay safe. 
Yeah. So we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back one more time tomorrow uh, uh, for uh, one last of these uh, not Osh uh, twenty uh, UCAP dailies. Uh, and uh, um, I'm I'm presuming that Dave will be awake by then and uh, <laughs> join us. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, you've got uh, not Osh UCAP daily. Uh, see, this is why David should be here. Uh, this is uh, Echo. This is this is uh, episode Echo, and David would go Echo, 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 and I would grit my teeth. But now I miss it. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you all next time. Take care, folks.